Hey, Skylar, what's going on? What is up, my dude? Nothing much. Good evening, everyone tuning in. Uh, you're listening to the Sunday night sit-down edition of Getting Uh I'm your host, Carnell St. Louis. And with us today, you have Skylar Lutz. You, yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, you guys probably heard me uh, mention Skylar's name in last uh, episode, um, but uh, for those of you just tuning in, uh, Skylar, why don't you just uh, give them a little bit about yourself? Sure, buddy. So I'm a bass player. I've been playing 12 years now. I live out in Illinois, and uh, I love music. Yeah, man. That's for damn sure. Dude, you and me have been friends for, let's see, what year is it? Oh, man. A long time. <laughs> it's 2018. Uh, 15 eight, years? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man, It's it's been great. And we continue to make great memories and, you know, going different places meeting great yeah, bro, people i was at a i was at a party last night and uh they had a band that kind of sounded like our old project our our old tdsp project it was kind of like a psychedelic funk rap um for uh, group of four people mm. that's what's up man yeah it was well, bringing back some memories did you uh did you catch their name no, I did not. Uh, maybe, maybe you'll you'll run into them again, hopefully. So yeah, so I know all those people. So uh, at the party, so I could just ask them. Yeah, this band sounded like yeah, it was like Tame Impala with a rapper. Oh my god, that yeah. so- that sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm not gonna. It was lie. legit, bro. Synthesizers. <laughs> A lot of washy guitar effects. Yeah, it was, oh, it was legit. Whenever, um, whenever you get their their name, definitely let me know because I would I would like to check them out. For sure, bro. Yeah, it was cool. Um, there was also a harp player last night. She she was playing bass. Uh, I guess what do you call it? Like bass foot pedals, and mm. then she had a harp on a stand and she was singing. That's really cool. Dude, and, and her arpeggios were insane. She was like just mixing and matching, just flowing between keys like it was nothing. And she was changing the tuning of her harp too. She had these like drop tuners attached mm. and, and she was like fucking with the tuning. That's that's next level. Yeah. That was legit. I think her Instagram is that harpist with an underscore. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah. So for those of you listening, that harpist with the underscore, uh, you'll find some great things on that page. Uh, so thank you, Skylar, for that. That's great, uh, great content there for people. Yeah, to... that's just my weekend in music. Yeah. What yeah. about you, bro? What's uh, what's your Friday? What was your Friday and Saturday night like? My Friday, um, I actually played a show with the above ground blues band 
I mentioned them in the last episode. Uh, but we're just a blues band, you know, uh, played at uh, Mag- Maggie Murray's uh, out in Middlesex, I believe, or Donellan, well, one of those. Uh, we were the only band that played, so we were just grooving to some blues tunes for most of the night. That's cool. Uh, That's cool. How did you get to know those guys? Um, I ran into uh, Nikki Conti, who's a sax player. Um, I was working back at Guitar Center, the one in Somerville, uh, off the Somerville Circle um, in New Jersey. And um, he was playing with Robbie at the time. R- Robbie uh, Scorga was the keyboard player for the Above Ground Blues Band. And they had mm. just they had just come into Guitar Center. Uh, I think Robbie was picking up something, and also he would just frequent there since I worked there just to drop by, say hi, see what was on sale. Um, and I met Nikki. Uh, Robbie told him about me, and they were looking to get rid of their current drummer or move Robbie from playing drums to keys. Uh, mm. And we just chatted. I uh, went to a rehearsal with them one time, and the rest is history. Like magic. <laughs> yeah. Nice, bro. But that was my Friday night. Um, and uh, my Saturday uh, didn't really do much affiliated with music, um, and neither did I do anything like that today. Um, but Friday, Friday was it for me. Word, word. So, bro, what's the theme? What's what's today's uh, topic? Today's topic is number one, numero uno, and that's confidence. Confidence is key. mighty fine topic. Yeah, with without it, you know, you find yourself uh, with your feet stuck in the mud uh, when it comes to the industry of music. Um, so let's, let's see. Uh, so bro, I'll, I'll tell you where I, I, I learned my confidence from. Yeah, go ahead. So I, I used to be like a little beta male, like three years ago, right? Beta male? But yeah, like, um, one step below alpha male. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay. And here's what changed for me, bro. So I met Rob's, I met Rob. Rob Scorga, he's a boss, okay? He'll just, like, he'll be lurking at a club or, like, at a show or whatever, and he'll just, like, insert himself into a circle and 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 give the people some high fives. And the next thing you know, bro, he is, like, rolling with them. He's, like, <laughs> going back to their crib and, like, whether it's a girl or, or, or squatted bros, like, he'll, he'll just roll with anybody. <laughs> Yeah, and and I saw that happen, and I saw that success, and I'm like, damn, that that works, right? So I started doing that more and more, and just like just being lurking has like sort of a bad connotation to it, but that's sort of what it is. You're just like lurking around, like looking for you know people who either look bored or look cool, you know, they're cool to talk to. And like all this stuff, and you just like say what's up, and I, you just go from there. Like when I'm out and I'm lit, like 
I, I'm generally like the type of guy who could just like start a conversation with anybody. And if they're sort of receptive to, you know, like my, my subtle jokes and my cues and all that stuff, like it, it, it just adds fuel to, to my flame. And I'll just, I'll just keep building on top of that. Yeah. And, and I get momentum, you know, mm-hmm. and dude, this happened, this happened last night. The performer was up there. She's like, Hey, I'm here with my friend. We don't know anybody here. Come chill with us. I'm, that's like open invitation. Yeah, yeah. And and when I got up to, when I went up to them and I started talking, they're like, yeah, no one really t- is talking to us. You know, we we're still feel like strangers out here. And they were like, so surprised that, that, that someone, you know, even approached them. Like, don't you think it's a little scary that, that people's expectations of others are to not say anything? Yeah, that is a little weird. It's like, I don't know, especially if they're like a new face in a new place. Like, you would expect people to at least approach them. Yeah, I, I wonder what changed, like, with this generation. Because I thought that was sort of, like, the norm, you know, 100 years ago or whatever. Like, when you're out, like, it's sort of just common expectation to like meet others but now it's like people are so like reserved and 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 on an island like a social island you know yeah it's kind of like two ends of the spectrum happening at the same time people i see people more open um and willing to connect with others through like social media and stuff like that but at the same token in the real world um I see people very, like you said, reserved, um, not really going out and like talking to strangers. A lot of people have a problem just approaching someone they don't know on the street, asking them to do a a simple thing like, hey, do you think you could take this picture for me? Or like, hey, like just spark one simple conversation. So it's kind of strange that as the whole the whole basis of like human evolution was community right and now it looks like we're starting to drift away from that at least that's what i see i see it too but there are there are other uh places where i see us coming together but that's mainly on on the internet right over over the wire through a screen yeah but but that's not eyeball to eyeball you know no if anything i've seen people get more timid in person but um, my confidence uh, outside of music just comes from the fact that I spent a lot of my childhood being shy um, and reserved, uh, just keeping to myself. And then finally, as I started getting older, it just clicked in my head, like, wh- what, what do I have to lose? Yeah. That's really the main thing that was just just screaming in my head like what dude this is this is gonna sound strange i i feel like i remember that day (laughs) what it was the day it was the day that you got contact lenses (laughs) like you got your contacts and then like you just started wearing like you know shirts that that showed you know your muscles from like drumming all the time and, and and your shred and 
from then on, you were like, every time I talked to you, you're like talking to girls, you're like, you're going out, you're, you know, you're partying with, you know, cool people. Like, it was like a light switch, like a light bulb, bro. Yeah, that was around like what, 10th grade or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, around like 10th grade, I got, I got contact lenses. And yeah, that, that did have a huge impact on me growing up wearing glasses for all my life. It's 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 unfortunate, but people do have like people that wear glasses go through certain things, have a certain stigma put on them. Whether that be yeah. whether that be nerd or bookworm or I don't know, insert whatever derogatory insulting term there, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember it was like it was like you came out of your cage. It's <laughs> awesome, man. But um in terms of music and playing, um, how did you get your confidence? Because we were pretty young when we started playing. It, it, it I was... think that was the thing, it, is that we started playing on stage at like twelve years old, right? Like we were in front of people and when I look back, I I feel like I was I don't remember being nervous at all. I just remember it, it's almost like I was too young to feel nervousness. Yeah. Like I hadn't even In developed sense, yeah. that emotion yet. I, I understand. And so we sort of like came up ha- having already grown into that. Yeah. And it just seemed natural, like going up on stage and just just showing up and doing the thing. And plus, you know, our band was fucking solid. Like we knew our material backwards and forwards. So there was never any sense of like, all right, I hope I hope we hit this transition. I hope we hit this change. Like I knew you guys were going to be in the pocket right there with me. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd say that as far as advice for you know, all our listeners out there is to, you got to be well practiced with your band. And that means recording sessions like on an iPad and then practicing to those recordings just so you're, you know, playing in the right context. Yeah. And eye contact, right? You, you and me have this look. It's, it's awesome. It, it's this, this, this glance you know like maybe three quarters of a second before transition and it's just like all right that's the look we're doing this you know yeah eye contact body language it's it's everything yeah at that time we were, we were also practicing on a very regular basis weekly sundays right yeah and that goes into right exactly what i was gonna touch on and that's uh, my confidence when it came to my playing and being able to just go out there and play in front of who knows. Um, definitely came from just preparation, practicing, and just getting getting those techniques and and the songs underneath my fingers. Because yeah. everyone, once you're not prepared, your your confidence is shot. Yeah. I've never seen anyone learn anything on stage, you know? (laughs) 
Yeah. It all comes down to the discipline, to the musical chops and putting in the hours. Yeah. Dude, that reminds me. We have this uh this hilarious thing. I don't we've probably never talked about it, but every time it happens, we do it. Uh whenever we play Purple Haze. Yeah. There's this uh this technique that we play that song where we we right we like stick our tongue out at, on this one <laughs> beat and it's the only time it happens in the whole song. <laughs> Next time we play, bro. I'm going to call it out. Yeah. I I'll, I'll be looking for it. <laughs> But I see a lot of, I well, I don't see. I go around and I meet a f fair good amount of musicians, you know, or people that record music. But it seems like they're not putting it anywhere. What what can you tell to the musician that is still somewhat still in their in their shell? Um, rec perhaps recording stuff but not putting it out. So, look, it. this is sort of my motto on life, is that I'll use a play as an analogy, right? Like, there's two sort of phases. There's two sort of phases to putting on a play, right? You have rehearsal, and then you have the performance, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, everyone lives, uh, you know, I see a lot of people living their lives as if their lives was the, the dress rehearsal for some greater performance. But that's not true at all, man. Th th this is it. Yeah, you know, this is the performance. This is the performance where you're, you're live on stage right now in your life. And, and if you're holding back for some big moment like that there's no such thing like y you have to take you have to seize the moment now you know yeah definitely and if you're if you believe in you know spreading love and spreading your music and and putting that out into the world and you have something to say no one's going to do that for you. Couldn't have said it better myself, man. That is some great insight. Like, there's this guy, his name is Chris Martin. And he's the singer of Coldplay. And I was watching one of his interviews on Howard Stern. And he's like, he said, there's no such thing as cool. Cool is a made-up concept. It's just, it's a word, it's an adjective. It just doesn't mean anything. You know what's cool? Just doing what you believe in. <laughs> yeah. If you do, if you do what you believe in, you are, you know, cool. Yeah. Because I, I, I guess I could add an addendum to that. Maybe don't be a dick as well. <laughs> but. 
yeah, man, you gotta you gotta be authentic, man. You gotta be authentic. And that's that will really bring confidence when you're not trying to be someone else, when you're not trying to be, you know, this player or that player, or, or when you're just being yourself, playing like yeah, yourself. Sometimes, sometimes the the best form you can be is just being you. Yeah, Dude, flea. Flea is a perfect example of someone who is truly themselves on and off the stage. Yeah. Dude, he'll he'll go up on stage in a skeleton suit and he won't even walk out on stage. He'll do a he'll handstand out onto the stage. <laughs> or you know, he'll play a bass solo wearing a sock over his dick. <laughs> and then he goes home and he he he's playing bass on his roof and he's beekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> and he's singing like Donna Lee like as loud as he can you know like he's just he is a prime example of someone who is themselves and is very true to just what you know the universe brings them to be yeah that was a great example a lesson for today's episode in confidence be yourself that'll bring That's, all the confidence couldn't have said it better that'll bring all the confidence you need bring your own style your own your own swag be true to who you are that will bring yeah. you your confidence when it comes to your music and everything else church <laughs> you have any last words for uh tonight's listeners skylar bro no uh you know this was fun uh i'm looking forward to the next one yeah man you're a great host looking forward to talking and chatting with you every sunday you're listening yeah bro to- you're listening to Get in the Groove, uh, the Sunday night evening sit down with Skylar. Uh, thank you all for tuning in and have a great week. Hey, this is Skylar Lutz, and this is my Sunday night sit down tune of the week. It's called Paradigm Shift by the Liquid Tension Experiment, and it's coming at you on Get in the Groove.